The thoughts and opinions on Just Some Podcast are of the hosts and guests and do not represent the views of organizations that employ them or they volunteer for. They are also not responsible for spontaneous black holes or nuclear wars that may occur. You have been warned. Welcome, 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 everybody, to another fun-filled and exciting special episode of Jessup Podcast. This is Tom. Hey, this is Ben. Tom, we're only five minutes late now with this live episode, so hey, that's a, that's a step up for us. That is a step up for us. And speaking of step-ups, tonight we have one of our very favorite special guests. We have Miss Pollyanna back with us. Hi, guys. I've missed you. Well, we've missed you, too. We have missed you, too. It has been a busy few months, hasn't it? It has. It has. 2020 has uh, not been just idle. It has uh, It's been moving with some purpose. Most definitely. Purpose. Flus, <laughs> coronavirus. Coronavirus. Cats living with dogs. Living Mass with hysteria. You know that I am living in or near the city of the first United States coronavirus person ever at Washington. Well, so how many crazy, uh, how many crazy <sighs> people were asking you if they thought you had coronavirus? All of them. All, they all want tested for it. <laughs> but fortunately, the state of Washington had the foresight to be uh, proactive. And if we have a suspected case, everything goes through the health department. So we don't have the testing equipment, you know, the swabs and things to do the coronavirus testing. Gotcha. Gotcha. So That's a good all, plan. They bring good it plan. to you. They, they take care of everything. So. Very nice. That that is uh, very sharp of your state to do that for you. For sure. But uh, no, other than that, well, Tom, one twenty twenty has just been God busy, busy, busy. Yeah. But this is our first trans. Tom, I was going to say that uh, ah, live live episodes got to love it, right? Yeah, three different time zones. So we're, uh, yeah, we're all the way across the country now. We're hitting all the time zones. But Tom, one of the most requested things that we've had is, of course, doing another live episode. So here we are doing it. And we thought, who else can we work with without a net but Pollyanna? Because, well, she likes to embarrass you and it makes me laugh. Uh, so those, yeah. Those are the prerequisites of wanting to do a live episode <laughs> of we need somebody that can roll with the punches, 
check and somebody that is going to possibly make me regret this at the same time. Also check. So there you go. Check. You can't, you, you can't get much better than Miss Pollyanna on that. And just because we love danger here, Pollyanna, we decided, um, well, not so much drunk, but perhaps partaking uh yeah exactly uh we're partaking in the the john courage uh the liquid version so back what home are, we what, call that the imbibing we're imbibing yeah the imbibing so uh what are you imbibing right now miss paulia oh you know i got a little something a little something here <laughs> but you know since i might have some you know I got yeah. I, I I drink a little bit of everything. You know me. Okay, so yeah, but vodka and water you, is the biggest part. There we go. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'll, yeah. Well, she's a hippie. I was expecting to be like wheat germ a kombucha or something. So I don't I do know. Have some I do have kombucha in the fridge. <laughs> See, I knew it. I knew it was coming. I I wouldn't here. try that. I've never uh, never had it. You won't like it, <laughs> but it's good for you. <laughs> The flavors. You have to try a flavor. You have to try Your mind. different flavors. Well, uh, Ben. I thought they all kind of came in just the ass flavor, but okay. What, Ben, what are you drinking? Uh, I actually uh, am not partaking tonight, Tom. I'm going to just, uh, it's been a long day, and I'm just, uh, yeah. I'm just going to partake in the Diet Pepsi. He what has to get up and go to church in the morning, Tom. Leave him alone. I'm letting you down, Tom. Letting yeah, you down. no, you're not You'll just right. Ben. You're not just letting me down. You're letting down the Tom, specific you... public that requested we do this while drinking. Our listeners went out of their what way. Happened last time we drank, vaguely. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Did we had any to cut of it? The last half of the damn show. Did any of it involve a vat of KY jelly? Or no, but that might be on the purchase list tonight. You never know. We are going to be discussing Valentine's. So a 55 gallon drum of uh, lube could always be, you know, involved with Pollyanna. I'm just saying, Ben, that we had we we pride ourselves here at JSP on interacting with the public, especially when they go out of the way to talk to us and give us requests. And what do you do, Ben? And I'm pointing. What do you do, Ben? You say Peshaw and don't do a goddamn thing that they asked you. I'm for all you that asked, by the way, I didn't bring one. I brought two different whiskeys up here with me. So you had to go downstairs and get a jingling glass of ice. I did. I did. We hear um, ice jingling the whole time. Yes, I have um, <sighs> one that I can't mix because I paid way too much for it, <laughs> so I can't bring myself to it. Um, it's a delicious uh, one. It's got a great name. I love the name. It's called Whistle Pig. You can't. Whistle you can't, Pig. Whistle Pig. You cannot beat that name. Um, and then another great from Kentucky. This uh, Whistle Pig is from Vermont, actually, weirdly enough. That's not a state known for its whiskey production, but this is a good rye whiskey. And um, my other one, one of my favorites, is Buffalo Trace, which is from Kentucky. 
your uh, neck Which, of the woods. All of all of the things in life that are amazing and wonderful come from Kentucky, just so y'all know. Well, um, it may start sure. in Kentucky. I don't know if it stays. It's true. I've Kentucky. got some friends listening now. I'm hoping. I know my friend <laughs> Russ. I went to college at University of Kentucky. Go Wildcats. Um, I know he's listening because <laughs> he makes all kinds of comments all day about how wonderful it would be for you know me to do my own podcast but he's unfortunately mistaken that i just want to hang out with you guys because you're so much fun and well, because ben is always going you know forward and taking care of business by drinking while yeah. on the job <laughs> or ben. not it's okay no worries <laughs> i felt like so we needed a designated uh podcaster this evening and so i I, I took that upon myself to be the safe one, Tom, and be the designated podcaster to ensure that we were able to at least, you know, get the show shaped somewhere down the road where we want it to be. Well, Speaking of, idea. you ready to get into our social media show? <laughs> well, I was going to say before you did that, no, it's a live episode. We can do whatever we want, so screw it. Um, uh, I, I, did, yeah, I didn't start <laughs> drinking until we started talking, so... It probably won't get show. really, yeah, it probably won't get really bad till the end. So you, my friend, have wasted your, you have uh, squandered your opportunity here. Ben, you squanderer. All I'm going to say. You're squanderer of things. Ben. Weird science and shit. And that's all I'm going to say. So on that note. I, Tom, honest, I honestly don't. <laughs> you can find us on. I honestly don't remember what the hell you're talking about. I love that movie. I honestly don't remember what the hell you're talking about. Am I going to have to go back and listen? Well, I'm going to give you the quick 30 second. No, no. I'll give you the quick 30 second rundown of it. Oh, no, it's give fine. Give me a five second rundown. Uh, you were intoxicated. Well, yeah. You were intoxicated. Sam called you Chet. You started screaming, I'm not Chet, loudly. Oh. Well, I'm not Chet, so. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> on that note. I wasn't um, wrong. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube, all at Just Some Podcast. You can find us on the web or at www.justsomepodcast.com. Our email, admin at justsomepodcast.com. We're currently broadcasting live on Facebook Live, so make sure that you uh, ask those questions. Pollyanna loves questions. Yes, she does. You can shape our episode tonight. Um, Tom, what else can they do to help us out? Well, first of all, when somebody asks them to do something, they can do it. That's something I believe in, Ben. <laughs> Second of all, they can go to the Just Some Podcast website. They can scroll down to just about the bottom, and they'll find a link to Amazon Shopping. They can click on that before they do any of their shopping, and then anything they buy from that point forwards, they'll give us a small amount of proceeds, and it'll really help out the show, and we appreciate it. And then... Um, I'm pretty sure there's some other stuff they can do, but I don't know what it is realistically at this point. So, Miss um, Pollyanna, hi. Social media stuff you would like to discuss? Well, I am Pollyanna from the wonderful and amazing. I'm coming from the Pacific Northwest right now, and I guess it's raining. Could you imagine? Anyway, you Shop. guys can find me on Facebook what? at New Neural Pathways for Life pleasure pathways and also on instagram at pleasure pathways and any other time uh, you can find me sitting here drinking vodka and talking to tom on facetime i guess <laughs> yeah there we go because we're, we're doing what we're player. supposed to be yeah exactly <laughs> 
can be a long episode for you. <sighs> yeah. Speaking of long, no, just kidding. Keep going. <laughs> Speaking of long, we're not throwing to Tom. Um, yeah, don't call him. It's okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, by the way. I had my mouthful of whiskey when you said that. So oh, yeah. I would just I would just like to point out, <clears throat> Ben, that that really hurt my feelings. Yeah. So thank you. Yeah. Hurt. All right. Deep on the inside. You ready are you ready to get through stories that we may have missed so that we can get into the fun with Pollyanna? Yes, please. Absolutely. I would love to. Well, it's going to be a really short story because we know that Pollyanna has a lot to cover, and I figure we're going to get some questions along the way, and people will, uh, yeah, we'll probably get off on several tangents. So, the story that you may have missed is the FDA has come out with a request that the company who makes uh, lowercase or Belvique voluntarily recall the medication due to the story that we talked about a couple of weeks ago with it having concern for. Uh, a higher incidence of cancer after taking the medication. The company has uh, done the request as requested by the FDA, so that medication will be coming off the market. They did the, they did the request as requested when the request was submitted. Yes, on the request form. Exactly. Okay. So yes, in, in, I, in triplicate, yes, in triplicate. So I would point out again that first of all, when we discussed uh, Belvik on the show, we went over its mechanism of action. I still cannot figure out yes how that mechanism of action affects an increase in cancer. Um, they have not explained it. They have pointed to a higher incidence of. Um, I believe pancreatic cancer um, among the different cancers. But again, this is purely a neural medication, unlike the other ones, like first person. Oh, goodness. <clears throat> no. What? Like I was going to say, like, words are hard. yeah, words are hard, especially when you're drinking. Um, like I was going to say, like uh, some of the other ones, like Eusemia etc are actually stimulants or they affect other systems and i could see like oh okay so maybe we're having some different effects there but that's not in any way how belvik is working so i'm not really sure right no one has come out and explained to us why or how that that's going on so my suspicion is that they are they're doing this my suspicions are doing this in an abundance of caution uh, just because that story had come out. And so, um, as I'm sure that you see frequently with these um, wonderful lawyer commercials about, you know, have you or your loved one been diagnosed with mesothelioma after taking ibuprofen? Call us now. Get what money that's owed to you. So it's probably an abundance of caution for them to pull it off the market. Well, it may be an abundance of caution. However, I... I still think at some point I would like someone to explain to me why so that when my patient asks me why I have a reason other than because, because right now it's well, because, um, yeah, that's pretty much what the answer is. And so I tend to not like that answer as much 
when I'm explaining why I can't give someone a medication anymore. Because it's not on the market. Well, yeah, that, that, <laughs> yeah. Uh, because it's not on the market. <laughs> <Makes no sense. laughs> I mean, well, that's the simple answer. Um, I'm not saying <laughs> it surely makes the conversation go a lot quicker because I'm just going to start doing that for everything. Um, why is my A1C 15? I don't know because I don't know. I just like keep talking, just keep going with the rest of the conversation and just see what happens. Do it. I double dog dare you because it's fun when you do stuff like that. I do that. <laughs> yes. Uh, Tom, I can't feel anything in my left foot anymore. What's what's the reason? I don't know. You got toe cuz? I don't know. Do you, you know what I talking? tell people? It sounds like we're going to have to take you out back and shoot you. <laughs> they love that. Yeah. Oh, they do. They really do. Honestly, yeah, I can, with this accent, that. I can say anything. And people are just like, huh? Okay, whatever you say. That's yeah. <laughs> okay, but if I know she's got a point. I mean, uh, okay, Ben, but she has a point for her. Okay, I'm not a blonde chick yeah. that could bat my eyelashes and give them an all shucks, and no. the people just stop listening. You might be able to hug them really off. tight, and your beard could just envelop them in this yeah, loving just embrace. Nuzzle and, them. Yeah, just or maybe just like scratch beard. the top of their head with it. You know, <laughs> I, I really thought you were going to go another direction. Like I could just hug them until they stopped breathing. I mean, <laughs> oh God. Okay, well, I wasn't thinking in that lines, but you know, if you want to, got dark, Tom. Got dark. You haven't even started drinking yet. <laughs> well, I've started drinking. I just but you know, haven't caught up to you, apparently. But you know, Tom, with that accent, I mean, would you really want like your neurosurgeon to have that accent? No, and you probably know, not your neurology. And like, your neurology NP either. I did that for a year. That was such so a what we're going to do. We're just going to go in there and do a little brain surgery. We're just going to take a stick in there and just root around a little bit and see what we find out. <laughs> my, yeah, so my favorite. That. Yeah, my favorite is instead of being like, "Well, you know, we're going to go to the inferior uh, hippocampus," she'd be like, "You know." We're gonna go over there. It's all whopper jaw. So we're gonna go. It is. We're gonna go left to that almond shaped amygdala. Hang a right. Hang a right. (laughs) Go over Chandra way. And what you see over there, what you got there yourself, there is what we likes to call in neuro is a tumor. (laughs) Okay. So Tom, it sounds like you had a great Valentine's Day. What'd you get from your wife as gift? Um, peace and quiet. I don't know. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. what did you get your what you did you get your wife a gift? Well, yeah. Or was this a year that you're not buying gifts for each other? Because that's a trap. Yeah. Okay. Always. Yeah. I, I say, hold up. I'm not. Uh, it's always a trap. Yeah. I I I like most men am not stupid enough to fall for that bullshit. Okay. So <laughs> let's just get off that real quick. Um, no, I, I, I certainly Good. didn't, you know, go way out and do a bunch of stuff. She, she had to work, so there wasn't any chance of doing anything anyways. Oh um, gosh, is this the longest story about what you didn't buy her? What did you buy your wife? Valentine's Day. Uh, the basics like chocolates and flowers. Oh, okay. Me and my son then re- we did the arrangement and oh, nice. did all that That's type of stuff. Nice yeah. job. So, nice job. And, but yeah, that you know, 
That's what I did. So now okay. now that you made me look like a horse's ass. No, uh, you're not a horse's ass. Listen, Ben, what did you get your wife? Uh, we went to lunch and I got her a box of chocolates. Oh, look, lunch and chocolates. Uh, my husband flew back to Ohio for Valentine's Day, so I haven't seen or heard anything from that. Mm -hmm. For the last 10 years, every That's Valentine's tough. Day or birthday or whatever, he buys me two cards, which are always, one is very, you know, uh, formal and romantic and the other one's trashy he gets it from like spencer's or one of those kinds of stores <laughs> this is my favorite thing nice. ever but because we are apart this year for valentine's day unfortunately and and perhaps maybe he's still awake out there in the wilds of ohio and listening happy valentine's day sweetheart sorry i've missed you but um i'll be waiting for some kind of something when he gets home and he knows that yeah <laughs> <clears throat> Uh, so, so speaking of some kind of something for Valentine's Day, that's why we wanted you to be on oh, the show. Yeah, hey, you know what? Today is the best day to buy Valentine's Day candy. Throwing that out at you. Always schedule your Valentine's dates the day after. It's so much cheaper. <laughs> yeah, that's how. Well, it may be that's the, advice from a female. Yeah, look, I know you say that, but that's just like the whole. I don't really want a gift. Look gentlemen that i know there's one listening currently and for the ones that are going to be downloading this or listening to this on helium radio later on etc um that's an classic bullshit scenario trap okay <clears throat> that right there because i am truly one of those people like christmas i, I don't want a gift if, if i wanted a pair of pajama pants guess what i'll buy them like i i don't i, I don't want it just i don't care okay but valentine's day and stuff like that when a woman says i don't want anything maybe she doesn't want you to go all out you know maybe she doesn't want you to rent the goodyear blimp and have it fly over the house for 12 hours you know i'm not saying you have to do stuff like that but if you don't come home with something <laughs> just don't come home glad you continue that sentence. yeah yeah <laughs> What what do you think I was going to say? Just glad you continue. I you just you paused it. Come so I was wasn't sure where you were going. <laughs> <laughs> glad you kept rolling. That's all. Oh, so baby. would you say that your wife is satisfied, Tom, with what you got her? I would never say she's satisfied with anything that I do. So that's probably not realistically a great answer for me. All right. Well, maybe Pollyanna can help you tonight. Maybe we can. Maybe we can work on that, Tom. But I just <laughs> at need least to know. I know how to listen. I know that's an important skill, right, Pollyanna? When um, you're in a relationship, communication, communication. Yeah, communication. And when someone talks to you and verbally or written communicates to you something that they want, that you should actually do it, right? I mean, that's important. <laughs> ben, you're on the hook, dude. I'm sorry. It's all you. Oh, I know. I know exactly where you're at. No, drink. it's fine. <sighs> I chose not to drink because I figured one of us had to be uh, the responsible one and make sure the podcast went the way that That's it was right. supposed to go. He has. To, he's the Tom. guy in charge of all the all, all the audio. You know, I'm not able. I'm not. I got the buttons and stuff. So I did well enough to get my new headset. My sweet husband took his headset away from me and took it back to Ohio. I met the most wonderful guys. I have to just do a shout out again. For Larry, 
the uh, Norse ninja at the Walmart that's real close to me because <laughs> he helped me out. He hooked me up with a new phone and some headphones. Good guy. If you ever get a chance to see Larry at the Walmart, he and his awesome partner, Kevin, the uh, um, graphic novelist. How do you meet graphic novelists in a Walmart? Shut your mouth right now. I mean, well, I think everybody that I meet in a Walmart and I start talking to, they probably have really awesome, interesting stories. <laughs> Because I, you, who stops and talks to people at Walmart? I do. Yeah, I was gonna say that's how you get kidnapped. I was saying, like, they're gonna have to fight me first. I don't know. I mean, I won't I'm, go okay. I'm saying we're gonna work on this. We're gonna get the show going in another direction. So, Pollyanna, hi. Wanted to have you on after Thanksgiving. Not Thanksgiving. Who? See. I'm not even intoxicated. Uh, we want to have you on after Valentine's you Day. You would have known if you were intoxicated. <laughs> so thanks for having me on again, Ben. <laughs> and Tom. I miss you guys. I haven't got to see Tom in a long time. Anyway, now that now that things are settling down and we're going to move on tonight, since it's close to Valentine's Day, and maybe you did buy the cheap chocolates tonight, and good for you. Um, and you're going to go over and see your special somebody. We're going to talk about erogenous zones. Now, erogenous. Hey, Tom, man. do you know what erogenous yeah. means? So this is a trick question because <laughs> I feel like I know what this means. But no matter what I say, it's going to be slightly wrong. And so, therefore, I refuse to answer. Oh, I, I'm God. sorry. You're going to have to work I on have, your self-esteem issues. <laughs> I'm, I'm currently drinking, so I can't. Oh, okay. So, Ben, that's yeah. you. Erogenous yes. zones. Erogenous, not zones, but just erogenous. Okay. Do you know what that means? And you're not allowed to look it up on the computer while I'm talking to you. I'm not I'm, I'm not typing. Oh, okay. Just check. Uh, that would be a, a, a point of arousal. Right. So, a sex, right? a sexually stimulating area of the body but as we know everybody has a different body we all have different body habitus we have different body height weight whatever you want to call it all this goodness packed into one little spot i don't know <laughs> however you like to address yourself um but what I'm going to address today are some of the more sensitive of the erogenous zones. And I, I swear to you, every time I go to look up information, because I'm an information hound, I find these really funny things like, you know, BuzzFeed puts out or, you know, these little stupid Facebook stories on, you know, how your lips are your only erogenous zone, the best one to get. There's plenty. There's a lot. There's a lot more than what um, you would imagine, actually. It just depends on where your brain it's is. like 57, right? Yeah. It's like where your <laughs> ability to feel pleasure comes from. And as we always talk about at Pleasure Pathways, your pathway to pleasure is is our pleasure. Well, anyway. so I would say. Does Tom, does Tom have one? <laughs> Tom, Tom probably has, I don't know, at least one. I'm just saying. Based on some of the conversations we've had before, I know one we don't even need to bother talking about for Tom. So, <laughs> What's that, Tom? Look, I remember that whole internet push 
for you to invade my sacred space. And I'm telling you, you right now. You don't have a sacred space, but you do have. <laughs> oh, what do we want? What do you want to call it, Tom? Do you want to call it Mr. Winky? What? <laughs> I think she has been drinking way more than I have. Oh, no. So okay. If you want to call it by its medical name, it's your anus. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or yeah. you could say um, happy hottie hole. Or I don't care what you call it. We're not going into it. So it doesn't matter. Hershey Highway, Chocolate Starfish, man, whatever you want to call it. It's all good. Your mangina. I mean, prison wallet. Yeah, it wow. doesn't matter. Prison wallet, man. I love that. It's only good because cop, cop humor. What do you do with you guys? I love it. Anyway, I'm wow. I'm just saying, we're not going into mine, so I don't care, but I'm just, mm-mm, mm-mm. I'm right. fine I with mean, whatever other no people shame do in with it. theirs. There's no shame No, exactly. It. I don't do care. I'm just saying, I remember vividly from the last episode, an entire, I thought they were going to put up like a web page about how we needed to do that. I'm like, mm-mm, no. It's so. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's in your comfort. You have to keep what's comfortable for you in your, your little toolbox of fun. So I don't have a toolbox. You need a toolbox of fun. Everybody or a backpack of fun or a backpack. Um, <laughs> have I have any kind. I have, have perhaps. Bag of fun. No, I have maybe like a uh, Ziploc sandwich baggy or maybe like a half a thing of foil of fun at most i don't really what do you keep in foil i'm just curious <laughs> <laughs> well You're it's really fun fish. what's going on over at your house <laughs> it's it's really fun though if so pollyanna back to erogen is oh so what we were oh gosh I got so off. We always get off topic when Tom's drinking. No, no. Anyway, just kidding. Um, erogenous zones are those sexually stimulating areas of your body that you can touch, breathe on, lick, whatever it is that makes you excited. And here's the thing. When it comes to erogenous zones, where do you think that that all comes from? Where do you think that center of stimulation is? The brain. I'm not waiting on you. The brain. <laughs> the brain. I was going to say the brain. Right. Alcohol retards your speed, though. Just to throw, <clears throat> just throw that out there. <laughs> so, so many things to answer to that. So, uh, moving forward. Yeah, so I didn't say anything. Sometimes... I'm letting, just okay. letting it go. Drink your whistle pig and hang on. Already drank all the whistle pig. I'm back on Buffalo Trace. Okay. Well, Buffalo Trace is acceptable. I appreciate that. <laughs> Thanks for repping for my state. Anyway, <laughs> back to what we were talking about, erogenous zones. Um, let's think about how size matters. Oh, how does size matter, you ask? And we're not talking about in the okay. general way either. We're talking oh. about brains. Did you know, statistically, <laughs> that a man's brain is um, larger than a female's, but there are some... A lot of jokes there. there. Yeah. <laughs> we always wait for the butt jokes. Anyway, um, <laughs> men do have 
a uh, 6.5 times more larger amount of gray matter in their brain than females and women have 10 times more white matter and why would that matter why do we care what matters well because to the matter the, <laughs> the um the white matter connects everything so all the processing centers of the brain and which makes women better at multitasking whereas when you're you know, men's gray matter is larger. It makes them um, more aggressive, apparently. So that's huh. where we're at with that. So, that's so is that why women can remember something from like 1982? Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. Because of all the uh, connective white matter that they can file that yeah, shit back in like can, a file cabinet somewhere. Off to any. Now, I want to also preface this discussion with there are a thousands and thousands of articles out there that talk about different areas of the brain and their supposed um, purpose and what happens there, chemical reactions, whatever. So if some of this information does not match what you believe, leave a note for Tom and Ben and they'll get back to you about that. <laughs> I probably won't get back to you on that. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, I won't either. Uh, you know, information changes from day to day. It's just like um, mirror neurons. Do you remember discussing mirror neuron or hearing about mirror neurons ever? I know. I'm, am I the only person that talks about mirror neurons? Yes. Yes. So that's uh, your yes. ability to look at somebody else and feel what they're feeling or what have you. So that's controversial. That's not necessarily true um, according to science, but what do you do? But yeah, anyway, back to the brain. Um, you know, what we have to always consider is that we are similar, men and women. We have the same number of neurons in our brains, but the women's are packed tighter and let's wonder why let's ponder ponder that why do you think i i i'm just curious this is an opinion there's no right or wrong answer tom tom looks at me guys like i'm asking i'm dead on him but i'm not i promise what's what's what do you think tom why would women have tighter neurons than men um <laughs> Uh, you know, I, okay, so I, I would assume it's because of the greater amount of white matter we were just discussing, and so they have to have that greater interconnectivity, and so therefore they have more neurons. No, they, they don't have more neurons. We all have the same amount of neurons. Okay. I, oh, look, you, those are just closer together. She kept saying, she kept emphasizing specific words while she was like staring tighter? at me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're baiting me. And I'm like, oh, God, don't say anything. So now I'm just. You know, when I prepare for the neurons. show, you guys call me up and say, hey, you want to do a show? And I prepare all these things. And, and all I do is think of how hard it would be for me to make all these awesome, amazing jokes that use all these subtle things that you guys just pick up on immediately. Oh, yeah, you're being <laughs> subtle, all right. That's what I was thinking. How hard that must be to talk about tight, tight neurons, right? <laughs> <clears throat> oh. 
if you can't find the humor, I just don't think you should be on here at all. Anyway, so (laughs) that was fantastic. Tom, you're you're playing into this really well by drinking and not talking. (laughs) Yes, ma'am. That's that's what I'm here for, actually. Did you know that the female frontal lobe is larger than the man's frontal lobe? Would you like to lay lay down a guess no. on why that happens? More emotions. Tom, guess on why so, girls' um, frontal lobes are bigger than boys' frontal lobes? Uh, sensory input. Sensory input. Hmm. That's a good thought. I think, I mean, if you had to, if, if people weren't listening and you were talking like we were talking, talking... Would you really say that? <laughs> or would you come down to men are men do this because why, Tom? Just just any answer. Oh, men, men do what? <clears throat> men have smaller frontal lobes. Cuz girls are better. That's basically it. Yeah, sure. Yeah. You know what? If it <laughs> gets you if it gets you to answer this next question so you don't keep grilling me, sure. I, I whatever it takes, I will just agree at this point. So let's, <laughs> yes, that's the answer I was looking at. That's mm. the answer. Yes. All right. So depending on your particular favorite erogenous zone would be how large the somatosensory cortex part of that brain that is connected to that zone. Um that's how you know the larger the the more you play with it the bigger it gets so what you're saying i was was right yeah (laughs) okay thank you there you go you're welcome (laughs) (laughs) no i really wasn't saying you right now what i was saying is again (laughs) it sounds like you were saying i was right oh okay anyway um (laughs) (laughs) let's move on Something more fun. No, I'm just kidding, Tom. I love you. You know it. <laughs> I, I'm just going to make my drink like without muting my mic so you can hear the glass and ice and everything clink. Ben. Oh, did you guys set up your sacred space before I, we started the you. show today? I did. I, I, yes, I, I have my uh, serenity you candle. candle. Yeah. Serenity nice. Candle I do that ben? for every show. Scent uh, a candle? No. No. <laughs> Because he's a man's man, that's why. Oh, what the fuck? So what's that make me? (laughs) Go make your drink. Go make your drink. I'm making it right now. I still hear you. So we're going back. (laughs) We're going back to the erogenous zones and how, if there's a particular area on your skin or any part of your body, the more stimulation or the more it likes to be. Um, caressed, touched, blown on, licked on, whatever, um, the larger that center of the brain becomes. So the more you play with it, the bigger it gets, Tom. Did you hear that part? (laughs) I I certainly did, (laughs) ma'am. So talking about erogenous zones, you have to think about what, um, when you're, not just talking about sex organs, you know, your genitalia, your lingam, your yoni. That's my favorite parts to say. Um, but you have a sexual response cycle that the body goes through once that excitement phase starts, right? So that's the um, activation of your sympathetic branch of your autonomic system. And 
that's what determines whether or not, you know, um, if you're into it or not. You know you're into the uh, action that's going on that's stimulating those erogenous zones. When you get that rapid heart rate, you start to breathe a little heavier, a little faster. Your uh, blood flow starts to uh, spread out. Can you... Uh, Oh, I won't be mean to you, Tom, I promise. <laughs> God damn. Every time I look at him, you look like I'm going to shoot you. I'm not. I promise I won't. Anyway. <laughs> um, so that blood flow, that increased blood flow from stimulation of the erogenous zones. Could you, like, think about where it would go first or last, Tom? Well, considering our, our biggest sex organ is our brain, I'm assuming our brain. Starts out with the brain, but then where does it go? Uh, right to your junk. Right to your junk. <laughs> I think that's correct. the medical term that I'm junk. looking for. Or your your vaginal wall, yeah, like your clitoris, yeah. your nipples, all of those fun pieces and parts. Um, and it also the fun pieces, that, yeah, fun pieces the fun pieces. Parts. Fun pieces and parts are the best thing. Well, what's your favorite fun so, piece or part, Tom? Oh, wow. <laughs> I, gosh, okay. I personally, whew, that's a toughie. Because um, I've always kind of been a, to be fair, let, let's just backtrack here. Um, I, I am more into a woman that is into me. <laughs> okay, so let's just let's exactly. just go into that. Um, Thank you, please. Please, I, consensual sex, please. Well, I, that's not what I meant. Jesus, I'm <laughs> a Nutley. God, I, I'm not going all Bill Cosby on people here. Okay, good. what what I meant was is I I've never seemed to have a consistent like body type: blonde, brunette, tall, short, skinny. Yeah. I, None of that's ever really been my issue. It's the last woman that has shown interest. Just no, God, Jesus. (laughs) A woman that is um, interested in me, and we have a connection. Seems to be a much bigger turn on than a woman with a specific body type. Now, granted, I have lots of male friends. that they're like, nope, I like, and they have whatever it is they're looking for. However, I would also like to point out, I have plenty of female friends that are exactly the same way. I don't want to date a guy that's, you know, shorter than five, eight, you know, I, um, you know, like a certain race, whatever, like that's, that's their, and and I'm not mad at them, like whatever, that's their choice. I've never been that person. Now, if you're talking about a physical feature, I tend to like uh, a woman with a really nice butt. I tend, that seems to be, that, that seems to be my, my go-to, but that, that certainly is not, that's certainly not the end all be all of anything for me so it kind of is the end but <laughs> oh I see. <laughs> ben i'm gonna ask you i'm gonna jump on ben for a second ben do you know or, or can you tell me where do you think the erogenous zones are or, or 
some of the more common ones that you can think of just off the top of your head? Um, we'll go with like neck, ears, small of the back. That'd be like, yeah, we'll go with those three. Okay. Tom, do you have an idea of what your, what your thoughts of the erogenous zones are? Are, okay, so, and I'm not being a smartass here. Are we talking like sensory, like touch? Uh, we're talking about like, I'm going to give you some results of a survey that um, was done a few years ago on what most people say are their most favorite erogenous zones. So well, when you think I, of erogenous zones, what do you think of? Well, obviously, you know, junk. You got to go right for that. Um, but you just honestly, go right to it, always. Yeah, right to it. Um, <laughs> second place would be nipples, and third place would be lips. Actually, I think would be would be it. Gotcha. So, see, I was going more like the uh, not the obvious ones, but yeah, uh, no, no, I'm going straight up obvious, bro. Up like obvious. frontal assault. <laughs> <laughs> so like, this is or, right the Russians are at the walls, my friend. <laughs> like they're attacking, like right there. Hilarious. Um. So basically. They surveyed men and women. I, I'm not going to go into the groups because what does it matter? Who, how many is of what is what? But anyway, so for men, right. they much enjoyed the um, inner thigh and scrotal area. And uh, just above the pubic right. hairline. There were some with, you know, they some like the ears, the nape of the neck, the mouth, the yeah. lips. But and the nipples, of course, are always high on the list there. But yeah, the pubic oh, hairline yeah. is that a uh, is that an erogenous zone for either of you two? Um, I'll be real. Well, I'll let no. Ben. <laughs> no, that was a no, Tom. <clears throat> so Ben's a no. <laughs> I I gotta be real honest. If a chick is like, "Hey, I like you," and she touches me just about anywhere. It's erogenous. So there you go. Uh, it could literally it could literally be my elbow. It could be um, you know, a foil packet. I don't care. If she's like, hey, I like you, done. This conversation no longer needs to exist. I'm aroused. So there you go. Well, so. well all right. All right. So for females when questioned, theirs were oh more I mean, like mouth. Lips, back of the neck, um, nipples, of course. Some women appreciate their breasts being manipulated. Lower back. Manipulated. Manipulated. That's a word. Oh, I was right. Lower back. Lower back. Lower back's a great one. Um, Manipulated. You can never go wrong by Um. grabbing a hold of a lady. Well, consensually grabbing a hold of a lady if you're so inclined to do so. Um, That lower back thing. That's a good one, Ben. Keep that one up. Definitely. Keep yeah, Ben, keep up. it up. <laughs> How do you know I haven't been? <laughs> I, Not even scripted. I mean, it's it's fabulous. It's it's amazing the things that you guys say. <laughs> I was say I I I happen to know your wife. I guess I could text her later. I don't know. <laughs> I could just be like, hey. <laughs> for show research purposes only, I need some questions answered. So. 
Oh my gosh, can you do? No, but I do know where I do know where her erogenous zones are. That's important, Tom, to know where your wife's erogenous zones are. (laughs) Mostly, I'm pretty sure her zones are me in a different room. There you go. That seems to be the the number one. Could I possibly work for a lot of people? Exactly. Like, could you possibly go to a different (laughs) state? So, like, ooh, that really turns me on when you are in another zip code. So, (laughs) I'm just. That is hilarious. Okay, so here's my. I got have a question. Well, come on. What is what is the average amount of times that a couple that is in a long term relationship is having sex? What What's the average? Ooh, that is good. No that's shit, it's a, a great good question, question, Jack. So that's that's why. And um, of course, I go Barbara Walters all over her ass here in a minute. So well, you know, I look up factual information on things that are you know more biological in nature, and not the number of what did you just ask me? <laughs> I want to know the average like. Uh, People in a committed long-term uh-huh. relationship. What is the average amount of times they're having sex? You know, Tom? like a week. I'm, yeah, I'm, week, month. I don't care. Like whatever the gauge is. Yeah, a year. Okay. Yeah, because one of my all-time favorite memes. Seventeen. No, no, no. Hold on. Like one yeah. of my all-time favorite memes is that meme. It's like you know, it says the average married couple has sex. 92 times in a year it says this is going to be one wild December I was like every time (laughs) I see that I about pissed my pants I was laughing so hard because I was like yeah I get it so I just found a study and in one year and they uh, it's average 54 times a year I'm going to say that um, that's insane and somebody should not have 54 times in one year there's 365 days in a year. Yeah, there's 52 weeks. So you're telling me once a week is an so average. That's basically once a week. Yeah. Ugh. Yes. Sounds like. What? Well, that's just unacceptable. <laughs> 54 See? times a year. And yeah. So wait, sex- wait. Whoa, whoa. When you say it's unacceptable, you, which way are you? Yeah, which wait, way? Are wait, you, wait, wait, like, yeah. <laughs> let's go, sex therapist. Tell me if I'm. Are where, you, where am I going? I'm a sex here? educator, Tom. I'm not a therapist, but okay, sex educator. Tell me where times, I'm going. Uh, like, like, are you asking me how many times a month would I partake in sexual experiences with my significant other? I mean, if you want to answer that, sure. you can. I mean, <laughs> I'm we saying can't talk about the last couple months since we've been moving because it's been a little. Well, sketchy. yeah, but yeah. Um, <laughs> a lot, <laughs> a lot more than that. <laughs> My husband has an app for that. You know, he's keeping a log book. He likes to. <laughs> God bless him. Yes. I know he's so, you know, he's a very numbers oriented kind of guy. He's a, he's a math guy. That's what happens when you get your doctorate in nursing and. Yeah. Quality. Yeah. Yeah. Quality. He's probably got a spreadsheet for it. Honestly, he has spreadsheets for everything. <laughs> got a spreadsheet for the date, the time, the oh, rating yeah. of it. The number, like of, yeah, the number of orgasms, whatever, you know. You He's going to be like, you know what? Tuesdays, we're really falling behind. Okay, so <laughs> we need to figure this out. It's I, like I love a, sometimes shirts. I tell him it's like it's like a prison here. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I 
Okay, so I'm just saying I am part of group chats with other guys. Yeah. I don't think I'm alone in wondering what is the average? Like, am, am, am I bitching about something that doesn't actually? Yeah. Data driven actions. Here we go. Oh, wow. Here we go. Now we're getting some viewer responses. <laughs> on the <laughs> here. See, I knew I was hitting a fucking vein. Right. Here you go. I got the flash in the needle now, baby. Uh, I'm just saying, I know yeah. I'm not alone in this. Okay. So, we're talking once a week. Do you think that's adequate? Uh, let's say I I think adequacy is is not a good a good term to use. Fair. Okay. I don't think adequacy that, that may but, be the wrong term. Because men do well, I'm going to say. I'm not trying to generalize, but most of the gentlemen that I generalize gender-wise um, say things to me like I'm not good enough. I feel like I can't do this enough or that enough. So let's take adequacy out of it and let's change it into um, is having sex one time a week with your partner adequate or yeah, we can't say adequate. Is it good enough? No, don't use good enough. What could, what can we do to change this verbiage kids to make it more man friendly? Healthy. Is it? Is it healthy? Yeah. yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Is it healthy? Any time that you can show affection and love to your partner in any way, shape, or form, that's amazing. And you know how much I love to use that word "amazing" because I do. Because I'm Polly and amazing. That's what happens. Okay. <clears throat> so all bullshit aside, yeah. why don't we get back to the answer here? <laughs> What's healthy? Okay. <laughs> because I want to know if I'm crazy. Anytime. No, no. What, what I'm saying, though. No, seriously. I don't think I'm alone, though. I don't think I'm alone. I think that there are other people that are going to listen to this, and they're going to, they're not going to want to ask. So I'm asking. Okay. Am I fucking crazy? <laughs> you are crazy, but. Oh, I'm crazy. I get it. But so if, you're, if this isn't a numbers game, it's not how many times can I do this. It's a connection game. So if you're doing it for the sake of saying, I did it six times this month or six times this week, or we just did it six times. It's not the quantity. It's the quality. If I wanted some guy to lay on top of me uh, seven times a week because, you know, for the hell of it, so I can get my numbers boosted, I could totally do that. <laughs> but that's not what, <laughs> you know. Yeah, but you're a chick. So that's a way different. Oh. That's a way different variable because uh yeah i couldn't do that do you think if i just wanted to have sex once and, a day and penises at us all the time <laughs> is that what you think yes I, yes yeah, we, yeah, how it works. yeah. yeah, yeah exactly i'm a guy i understand how the man brain works and i'm telling you right now if you're not it's because you're choosing not to okay Ooh. that's that's on you all right Ooh, so, that is that was broad that was uh it's broad and absolutely fucking correct. Okay. Oh my God. So there you go. Well, okay. girls, listen, girls listening out there, the whistle pig has uh, <laughs> arrived. I think she just called me a whistle pig. So, <laughs> no, you're drinking whistle pig. So, anyway. Okay. So, so let's go back to this though. I, yeah. I noticed you said, you said quality of the encounter. Okay. Yes. So what do you say to a couple? <clears throat> 
and I have been in relationships where this has happened. And, and so again, first of all, sidebar here, Jeff, I'm going to bar him from this goddamn conversation. If he keeps saying I'm wrong, no, you're not. Yes, I will. So (laughs) (laughs) if he doesn't stay out of the comment saying I'm wrong. Um, so I have been in relationships and again, I don't think I'm alone. So that's why I'm bringing it up. Okay. It's not about me. It's, I don't think I'm I'm the only guy in the world like this, where when you say, Hey, you know, we haven't really done it that often. And so they do it a couple times and they're like, well, we did it three times last week. And all of a sudden it becomes like, okay, so you think because we did it three times last week, it's now sufficient. So how, how do we counteract that? Like, how do I have that conversation with the, with the other half and say, I'm, I'm less about the number and more about the fact that, you think that three times last week means we don't have to do it again for a month because that makes the numbers equal out. Like when or how do I have that conversation? Well, communication we have talked about a million times before is key. Finding out how to um, have this conversation without getting kicked out of your current relationship is always a consideration. So you have to gauge that on your own. But being honest and, you know, once you are with a partner that you feel like you can trust and that you're there, you're ride or die, you have to turn um, and you become the ride or die mom, the, you know, the soccer mom and the, you know, the basketball dad and you guys are running 24 seven with kids and whatever. You have to make moments count. It's not just the sexual encounters, even though sex is phenomenal let's not discount that but you have to make those moments matter the walking by and patting your wife on the butt just because and you know that's a that's the best thing ever just like a little surprise little tap on the butt just let them know in their erogenous zone of their buttocks that they can uh you know (laughs) that you that you think they're they're still sexy whatever i mean men always say or ones that i've talked to anyway generalizing that what happens is they feel like the woman finds them less attractive or whatever you know you're you're not that uh five ten hundred and fifty pound guy you used to be um so you have a self-conscious thing but if you if you think about it women and men both go through the same type of deal i think for the most part men are just easier at letting it go (laughs) whenever you know just like myself (laughs) personally i've let myself go since high school i'm not my you know svelte 140 pound self any longer but uh so when you when you say let it go you mean like physically Hmm. letting go people get really self-conscious and then they don't want to communicate or talk about their feelings because Obviously, you know, communication with somebody that you love and and you trust and you don't want to hurt their feelings. You don't want to say something that's going to ruin your your relationship by by saying, listen, I did you two times last week. I'm done with you for the month. I'll be I'll see you next month. Right. (laughs) But you need to have 
Go ahead. Sorry. But that's but that's but that's what I'm getting at. Mm-hmm. Is that there are those relationships where when the man tries to have that honest conversation, I obviously talking is not my problem. Okay, speaking my mind has never been an issue for Tom. Um, but I do have friends that they are the silent types. And so when they finally come out and say, hey, this is an issue. And then the partner has sex twice and they're like, okay, that should shut you up for a while. What you just said is exactly what's happening. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, well, now I'm back at square one. Yeah. So, so perhaps I, I guess a better question is, is how do you broach that topic? of saying this isn't adequate and on top of that a second question is what do we do if that becomes a consistent inadequacy my suggestion is to always try the first line communication just talking about it if you can't get that point passed um so in the i i mean like i'm gonna speak from my point of view there have been times in my life that um i've had a little bit more of a voracious sexual appetite than my partner let's say you yeah i know it's so hard to believe i know the guys i hang out with it's so hard to believe i have a wonderful husband and we have been married for 10 years and i love him dearly and he knows i do (laughs) but there are times and just like, you know, men have the same fluctuation in horm not the same. Men have fluctuations oh, in hormones just like Of course like women. men have fluctuations, yes. Right. So you have that fluctuation. You have those days when your testosterone's a little bit higher and you're ready to bang it out, but she's not ready to. That's a tough time. And when it goes on for weeks and weeks and weeks, because, you know, I think couples, in my opinion, we get that we send these crazy signals. Um, I don't want to have sex today because I don't want to have sex today. Not because I feel like you're ugly or grosser. Like I'm just busy in my own mind. So um, a, a big part of that is um, getting back, getting your mind back together. So uh, meditation, yoga, driving around, listening to white snake. I don't know what you want to do to relax that Tom, that was for you. The driving around listening to white snake. That's great. Or just some podcast. Yeah, or just some podcast. Yes, exactly. You could just, whatever it is that makes you relax and get out of your brain for, or get out of your, your, uh, your daily thought processes. You got to do that. And you know what? There's nothing better than doing couples, um, intimacy practices like, um, just doing breathing together or, you know, I, I began to do this practice with my husband where I make him hug me sometimes because I just want him to breathe. I want to feel his breath against mine, his chest rising with mine to connect us because sometimes life gets in the way and you're too busy to jump into bed and be romantic, you know, and life's sucks when you have kids and you have jobs and, and you're tired and, and your husband's like hiding out in a room somewhere doing a podcast and you got other things you need to do. <laughs> or like your husband takes off and goes out of town for Valentine's day. That's tricky, but yeah. So 
broaching that conversation with your significant other about what are you going to do, um, situational at best, but be honest. All you can do is be honest. And if at that point when your relationship isn't servicing or serving you and your partner, then you might think of some ways that you may work on it or not work on it. I hate when my husband leaves for uh, Valentine's Day. <laughs> it's the absolute worst. I know you do. It's there's nothing. There's, I'm sorry, but I. <laughs> there's nothing worse. I'm sorry, but I had to travel. Sorry. Yeah, there's nothing worse than when my <laughs> husband has to leave uh, for that. So how's that Buffalo Trace doing, you Tom? Sounds good. On oh, you. Buffalo Buffalo Trace has been fantastic. Um, yeah. So I started off. I down that whistle pig like right off the bat. That's what that clanking noise was in the background. And now uh, I'm on my third cup of uh, Buffalo Trace. It's what? uh. Mwah. It's beautiful. I love this stuff. So <laughs> it is. And right. Ben, you're missing out because I know it's available in your area. The first time I had it was when I was in Kansas. So get a hold of it. You absolutely should. Right. I mean, obviously not that you're going to now when you were asked to, when people were expecting you to, but some other time. Perhaps you should. Okay. <laughs> so, Pollyanna, are there any other, like, <laughs> maybe secret erogenous that people wouldn't think of? I, that, I'm going to tell you. Obviously, the, you can't speak to everybody, but there are ways maybe some other to ones make that, things more pleasurable in any spot. There, um, just by adding pleasure to any part of your body, stimulating any part of your body. You can you can have an orgasm like that just by stimulate not just your genitals, but oh, go back to that. <laughs> you stopped drinking for that one, did you? Yeah, yeah, you grabbed my attention. There are actual people out there that you could stroke the back of their neck or blow on their earlobe, and they immediately have an orgasm. Factual. <laughs> so, how do you do that? That's. That magicalness could be problematic. Well, it could be, but some people enjoy it. I'm sure. <laughs> um, well, just in what I teach in Tantra, we do something for women that have, or, or men, we do um, yoni or lingam massage, but there's something with the female that you can do. It's called vaginal mapping. Oh. And what's vaginal mapping, Tom? Okay. Do you know? Yeah. I don't know, but I kind of want to now. <laughs> <laughs> Get him a pen and paper. He'll draw He's him a map out to it. As we speak. Yeah, I'm taking notes on a legal pad. Let's go. <laughs> so vaginal mapping. Um, so women can have tons of, of vaginal cervical traumas from childbirth, from... You know, something as simple as inserting a tampon, you can, there's all kinds of traumas. It doesn't necessarily have to be like a sexual assault trauma, but those are also traumas that can happen. Um, <sighs> they can cause numbness to the cervix. They can cause numbness to the parent, you know, like even episiotomies, which they've hopefully have stopped doing. Right. You can have all kinds of traumas. So what happens is, is the, um, 
tantrika practitioner, whomever is doing the yoni massage, will digitally insert their finger into the vagina and will then um, feel around the vagina in a clockwise manner to see if there are any sore, tender spots, places that cause pain or, you know, and to get those areas to not be so um, sore, you know, like if you, there's one certain area, then you apply pressure to that area that's painful, just gentle pressure, and then you would stimulate the clitoris to help rewire that neuropathway to uh, allow for pleasure in that spot again where it's it's not been able to be. I like everything about what you just said <laughs> after the word clitoris. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but any other place on the body that can, um, you know, that can can be used for uh, pleasure, you can begin to, to massage or rub or tickle or blow or drag spiky gloves across, whatever makes spiky your heart. Spiky gloves? Happy. Spiky gloves. I had a friend just told me about some spiky gloves this morning. She said it was a wonderful experience and I can't wait to hear more about it. <laughs> Do you have a number I can call or... I, I will. Uh, I, we can do one of those three-way FaceTimes, Tom and. Uh... No. <laughs> I need to know more about spiky gloves. When we oh, get she's 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 also my friend Tantrika Sunshine. So. <laughs> Heck yeah. yeah! She's gonna she, be able to hook me up with this. She's amazing. Amazing. No doubt. So I, I guess when it comes down to it, since I'm sure Ben is probably, I don't know, I'm assuming Ben is probably getting close to wanting to wrap this up eventually. So Valentine's Day, couples, yes. don't don't agree with me just to agree with me. Don't I do never that, Ben. Would do that. <laughs> I know you wouldn't, Pollyanna. I know you wouldn't, but Ben, I'm not so sure. Not so sure about him. Sorry, I had a I had a phone call from uh, one of my jobs, so I was trying to take care of that. So I apologize. Right. You should We're just apologize. In the of a live broadcast. Go ahead. It's okay. It's okay, Ben. Me and Pollyanna, we're, we're looking. We're looking in each other's eyes. We're drinking heavily. What What else do I need right now? Um. So I I uh, guess one. Shut up. So one of the things I I guess is. So bringing bringing it back to Valentine's Day relationships, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, we talked about erogenous zones. Mm -hmm. The biggest one being the brain. Yeah. What are some maybe some things I can do? And I I'm saying me, but I mean for the listener out there that either hasn't wrote in a question or is too afraid to write in a question. Yeah. What are some of the things that we can do to maybe um, get the other half as a man, get the woman more excited? Well, like in, in, the, in the military, it's called preparing a battlefield, right? <laughs> so like uh, how, how, how do we how do I get the other half excited? Are you asking? And I don't mean and I don't mean. 
No, <laughs> I don't mean foreplay. I mean, what are some things that we can do even two days, a day or two ahead of time to kind of say, hey, Friday, we're both going to be off, you know. I think you should definitely always schedule a date. You should at, le- at least once a month. If this is your new direction to go in, at least once a month, schedule a date with your partner. You have to. And it doesn't end up having to be, it doesn't have to be a sexual encounter necessarily. I mean, you should always, but, you know, it's situational, always, always situational. You need to make sure that your, uh, your approach, Tom, isn't full on, uh, put her hand on your penis and say, uh, tomorrow you're mine. You can't do that. You have to be a little more subtle. That doesn't work. (laughs) You're telling me that's the problem. (laughs) Yes. That might be it. That might be it. I mean, well, you know, it's funny. I was just going to say, you can't call it little Tommy because you can't, you have to call it something else. But, um, you know, Whatever, whatever name you have for your member, you just can't say, hey. Member. Yeah, he's hungry. It's time to oh, Jesus check Christ. out. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Ben. So schedule a date with your partner. <laughs> and, you know, don't do the same thing you always do. That's a big, that's a huge mistake that I have found that men do quite frequently is, oh, I took her to this place last week. She loved it. Let's go there again. And then she'll shut up. Um, no, don't do well, that. Be adventurous. Okay. Do some do some cool partner things. Okay. So hold on. Actually, I, I do have a question about that. So let's say you are involved with somebody that is very... Um, they are very routine oriented and doing the same thing is actually what they enjoy. So I understand exactly what you're saying. Uh However, doing something new while can be exciting, may also cause the exact opposite effect. Correct. It can be anxiety causing, but what helps you determine whether or not it's anxiety causing or pleasurable to change things up? You know, it's a communication between you and your partner. It's what it all comes down to. Like, I can't make... You keep saying this communication thing. So basically, I have to talk. You actually have to, you know, you don't just talk, though. You have feelings and words that come out that are synonymous. Feelings. Feelings. That's it. I draw the line. Okay. I draw the line at feelings. You're never going to get your vat of industrial lube if you keep that attitude up, Tom. Oh, I'll get it. Oh, I'll get the vat. Okay. I may not get to use it, but I will get it. Can I just say that our comments are pretty hilarious coming in? Um, Sunny saying that you had her at three-way. Uh, Jeff, apparently race you is also a bad one. 
yes yes i didn't see the three-way when were we talking about three-way when Polly said she was going to three-way call you. Oh, call yeah, you. yeah, yeah, Gosh, yeah. Gosh, Tom, you drinking is really dulling your ability to catch up on these. What's going on with you tonight? I, You know what? Perhaps some of these might be better if I just... It's going to sound bad if I say them right now. So I, I just... I would just not assume anybody is going to three-way anything with me at this point. So that's why I was like, oh, yeah, she meant a call. So yes, yeah, it's a call. It's a three-way call. <laughs> <laughs> oh, switch to Jeff saying don't I, don't do the same thing. That doesn't mean switch to the anal sneak attack. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> There's no coming up from behind. You just can't do it. I'm just saying. I watched a movie though, and she <laughs> acted like she liked it. I'm just saying. Yeah, that's what's wrong with the entire world now is that boys learn how to have sex by porn. Period. It's Actually, awful. and let's be honest, Tom, you didn't watch a movie. You watched about four minutes of a movie, and so I mean that was about all it took, shut, right? First of all, shut up. Four minutes. We need men. <laughs> we need nice men who can go out and teach other men how to appropriately without being odd and unusual how do how how to hold love on. somebody how to show affection in a sexual way any class two things but they are directly opposing issues one i would agree with you that porn while i'm not against it i i do agree with Polly that there are far too many younger kids that this may be their first encounter with sexual experience and maybe perhaps that's what they're thinking. That's what this is going to be. I'm like, no, 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 no. That is not what's going to happen. Okay. You need to get that out of your head for both the boy and the girl. I think, I think it's unfair to both parties to, for them to watch for both a woman and a man to go, that this is what the expectation is. I, I think that's fucking crazy. Okay. I also think, though, that for women, it's it's a far different. Um, I, I guess I'm losing my train of thought on what this the second point is the, the first <laughs> point but, well hold on i have been drinking quite a bit here okay but i i completely agree with you on the porn like that should not be how we're, oh the second part being for for when you were saying men should be out training younger men like how to treat women i don't disagree with you however I saw a quote one time, and I don't know who to attribute it to. Otherwise, I would. Um, chivalry is mostly dead, but it's been killed by women. And I 100% agree with. I still open doors for women. I still call women ma'am. Mm -hmm. And all the time, they look at me like I am crazy. Like I'm the one Tom, that's doing you can something open wrong. Any door you want for me. Anytime. For you, ma'am. Absolutely. I understand. You call me ma'am. Okay. I don't mind. <laughs> okay, but what I'm nice. but what I'm trying to tell you is yeah. far too many women are telling men now that that is a unreasonable expectation. They are killing chivalry, not men. 
Agreed. I would tell any younger man that I see, like, hey, you need to get your shit squared away. Like, you can't treat women like this. Unfortunately, what happens is, is that the woman that he's after is reinforcing his behavior. And so it, it's hard for me to say to young men, don't act like this. You should be respectful. You should call. You should ask, etc. whatever the, the situation may be. But when the woman rewards him in his behavior, guess what? First, shut the fuck up, Jeff. How about that? How about that? I know you're listening live, so you can hear that. I don't but know. The point he is, says he agrees with me, so <laughs> way to go, Jeff. That's how, that's how you know he's wrong, first of all. It's just blatant, blatant, blanket, blanket agreeing with Polly over Tom is uh, the first sign that he is just sucking up to her. So there you go. That's the first problem. But I, I, I do agree with you on both that porn is not. I, I don't think porn is a bad thing. I think it's bad for people that that's their first experience in sexual encounters. Right, and and it's. I that, also that think is, that's it. I also that's think it's bad that women. It, it, and honestly, I, I'm saying this from the point of view of a, as a man is that. If women decided we were no longer going to accept these lower standards for men, then things would change. If y'all decided to change things, they would change because. Oh, I think that's what's happening. Just like you said, chivalry's dead, dude. Well, that, but that's my <laughs> and point. It, it, it's, and, and yeah, it's a product of what happens. But maybe some women don't like chivalry or want it. That's the problem, or it's not a problem. That's that's a factual thing. Women are maybe ready to, you know, take off on their own and not have a guy take care of I, them. I, I don't think that. It's a different but show. See, to me, <laughs> but, see, but see, to me, chivalry doesn't have to mean that everybody has to follow a protocol. Right. I think to me, chivalry just means that a man has to respect what is going on with a woman. Right. What and if the woman chooses that she is cool with the quick and easy, then that's fine. But there still needs to be that understanding. And far too often, I think the the women are acquiescing to men and just allowing bullshit to happen. And they're like, well, that's just how it is. No, that's not how it is. You have set a new standard of it being so low that just anything is, is acceptable. And I, I'm watching the, my God, how many goddamn messages are going to pop up on the screen? <laughs> well, right here's now? a, here's a recipe for success for you, Tom. Start I, doing pizza is the only recipe for success i have so <laughs> no this is what you got to do this is or, or for your male friends out there who are looking to yeah. um to have a better relationship ish whatever their motivation is um more sex whatever better sex do um some sweet things and and maybe that will translate into your partner doing some sweet things back that means when you walk in from work, instead of throwing your stuff down and walking past your wife and not communicating a hello or whatever, kiss her like you used to when you first met her and, and you, you kissed her, 
you know, when you thought, wow, she's it. Do that. And then go on about your business and let her leave her pondering. What the hell did, did what, what just happened? <laughs> Try that. Try nice. tapping her on her butt in a teasing, whatever you used to do when you dated. Try that because it worked the first time. Maybe it'll work again. I'm just telling you, if I walk in and just lay one on her and then just walk off, she'll be like, what happened to you at work? Who is she? She'll have a bunch of questions that I'm now going to have to answer to that I didn't do anything wrong about. <laughs> I would be like, I didn't do anything wrong. Well, but you don't have to do anything. Pollyanna so. did it. And she was like, who's Never. Pollyanna? I'm like, Pollyanna's <laughs> in Washington. And it's going to turn into a whole discussion. Well, it's okay. On that note, are you ready to uh, wrap up this episode, Tom? I'm not, but I mean, we can. I mean, I could text and FaceTime Pollyanna when this episode's over, so sure. (laughs) We're at almost an hour and a half, so we probably should start wrapping it up. Uh, You know what happens when you don't drink, Ben? This. Exactly. I'm trying to keep the show on task. So, hey, Pollyanna, hey. what's your uh, social media stuff again? Uh, Pleasure Pathways on Facebook. It's at New Neural Pathways for Life. And also on Instagram at Pleasure Pathways. You can also look me up at PleasurePathways.com. Uh, <laughs> and, you can- and you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all at Just Some Podcast. Our email address is admin at justsomepodcast.com. Our website, www.justsomepodcast.com. Pollyanna, we appreciate you coming on. Hey, thanks. Thanks for having me. Thanks for asking me. I appreciate you all. Bantering. It's fun. It's my favorite. And my favorite also to make fun of Tom and penis jokes with him. It's great. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to have plenty to text you about when this show is over. Oh, I'm sure of it. Because I'm not looking at your comments. I can't imagine. (laughs) Oh, yeah. All right, you all. Interesting. Thank you so much. And I do want to remind everybody to wash your hands, cover your coughs, make sure that you're not spreading any kind of germs because no coronavirus. Yeah, right. Right. And communicate. Oh, and love on. Speaking of spreading. <laughs> speaking of spreading on germs, Tom, didn't that kind of go into what our, we're going to cover next week? Yeah, well, tentatively. Obviously, I think we're going to be able to get her on the show, but we are going to try and get a brand new nurse practitioner who specializes as a nurse and is really focused on educating people on STDs. So, yeah. Which I thought would be a great after Polly in on the show and talking about sex. We, you we know, could do a three-way call on that one. Great sure. way to... Uh, <laughs> Oh, that that would actually have to be a four way at this point, Pollyanna. Yeah, you me with a good time. I don't know. <laughs> like I said, text. Hey, on texting you after this. So. <laughs> on that note, uh, I hope everybody enjoyed the live episode. We got some interesting comments in our. Uh, comment section so thanks to everybody for playing along with this jeff sunny dave uh i think you're, you're even your guy from walmart popped oh in. did he uh, no 
He's a good guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll say I saw Larry uh, the Norse Ninja. Yeah. He, he, he <laughs> talked in earlier. Norse so, Ninja. Yeah. Super great guy. If you ever yeah. have a chance to come to Monroe, Washington and go to the Walmart, he's your dude to get your phone taken care of. <laughs> there you go. Oh, on that note, I hope everybody has a great week. Hey, everybody, stay safe out there. Just to pass the time Lately I see why I am alone I caught some road bridge And I thought of you And all the many times You say I should have known